It's the Flag on the Play podcast for Friday, June 11th. Just a jam-packed all-in-person edition coming at you. We give you the NFL update, bunch of stuff there. We did go live right after Bucks Nets Game 3, so plenty of thoughts on that. A couple other little general NBA topics. Give you some bozo of the week, some genius of the week. No conclusive evidence, all that good stuff. Jam-packed episode, lots of fun today. We'll be back again on Monday morning, all-in-person once more. Big things ahead. Enjoy the episode. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All the day long, hopping and a bopping and a singing his song. All the little birds on the so every one of the officials threw their, their flag and look at people like, got a smile on it. Rock and Robin. Low rock and Robin, cause we really gonna rock up tonight. Every little swallow, every It is Thursday, June 11th. It's the Flag on the Play podcast. I'm your host, Phil. All in person today. Joining me to my right. It's the pride of Serbia. That's Alex. It's me. I'm happy to be here, boys. We're doing it live. I'm doing good. I uh, I got my blood out today. I didn't eat last night, and I woke up. I thought I had an early appointment. I thought it was at like 9 or 10. I wake up. Look, it's at freaking 2. That's tough. Tough. Uh, so I was starving all day, and then I uh, went, went to the appointment. You know, you have to hold your piss in, so that was... That was difficult too, and I don't know what was better, taking the piss or eating after. So, but just <laughs> proves that I'm a warrior. So, a lot yeah. of relief. Yeah, relief. So it was great. Let's go fighting through another flu game. Yeah. back to back, back to back. Oh, guy, he's over on the far right I there. Am. I am the big man in the middle. Yes, How's sir. it going today? It's going good. I'm just enjoying playoff basketball. I'm loving. I'm loving watching watching the series kind of heat up. It's just great. It's a great time to be alive right now. I'm loving it as well. Owen's got his uh, jazz jersey on, vintage. Dude. John Stockton. John Stockton. Yeah. yeah. Shout out DHK. Did you guys see uh, Carl Malone at the game for game one? I did. He was, was wearing good. a hat that said greatness and it had 32 on it. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I did. And, and his, he showed no emotion yo, the entire game. He was stoic. No. And his jersey looked a little small, but I mean, hey, when you're Carl Malone, and he, no jersey can fit you. He was going black polo oh. underneath the oh, jersey. Yeah, he probably, had, probably came back from golfing or something. Yeah, yeah, had to toss I it f- on. I feel like he's just like I-, I have a friend down in Utah, and he says like he met Carl Malone once because he's just got like a bunch of car dealerships. So nice. I feel like he doesn't like do basketball anymore. He's just a businessman, dude. He's oh. serious. It's Carl Malone, the car salesman now. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the last dance when they had him, they like put him on to like give his take on the Utah series, like with Michael Jordan and everything. Dude, he looked like he was Caveman. just chopping lumber. Yeah, big beard. Yeah. Big beard. Like log yeah. cabin type Fl- vibe. Log cabin, flannel, looked like he lived by himself. So <laughs> Carl's definitely left basketball behind. Yeah, he certainly has. You know how we like to open up? NFL update. We got to stay up to date. I mean, you might say it's June. What are you doing? Talk about the NBA. No, no, no. no. NFL is the number one sport. Boys, don't know if you saw it. Julio Jones, he's going to be wearing number two with the Titans. Tulio Jones, baby. Tulio Jones. That's Tulio very Jones. interesting. That's yeah. wow. So you could wear the new numbers this year. He's choosing number two. He asked. He didn't ask for number 11. A.J. Brown said, I'll give you number 11. He said, I'm good. But I have this quote here because it's possibly the most confusing quote in football history as to why he chose number two. So just play along and tell me when he loses you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He tried to give me 11, and I said, I don't want it. That's your number. I was like, I'm just going to go with number two. 
1 plus 1 is 2. Then 2 times 11 is 22. So it's kind of like you have to deal with all of oh, us. Oh, I'm lost. Time all, out. All four of us, actually. But you're going to have to deal with the whole offense. It takes 11 guys. But this number two thing is just to keep the guys going. I'm having some fun. End of the day, it's our job. I just want to have fun. <laughs> Honestly, is that the stupidest thing you ever heard in your life? Yeah. That was just incessant rambling. <laughs> there's, there's no more. You can't have more fun than wearing the number two. If you wear the number two, you're, you're having the most fun. Tulio. Yeah, I think it's just funny to see the, like the rationale that guys have for their jersey numbers. Like Kobe's like, yeah, I played like a youth camp when I was 15. And I was like a number. I was like number like 125. So I just added them up and now I'm eight. Like, it's just, like, the most <laughs> random <laughs> random rationale. Also, no. the fact that um, you have to face the entire offense is news to me. I didn't know that. Yeah, it takes takes all 22. That's that's interesting. Yeah, fascinating stuff. Also, LeBron uh, changed his number, hey? It's number six. Number six. I like that look, not going to lie. Yeah. And Loki, for the audience at home, I know, you know, we're an Instagram podcast. And I know a lot of our audience has probably seen those, like, just counts love to post them like playmaker overtime love to post like the bed mask questions where it's like 20 times x plus five minus two and yeah then everyone will be like fighting in the answers like it's 41 it's 41 like yeah. you're an idiot if you think it's 23 so yeah if you want to go back check check julio's math let us know what the what the bed mass is and tr- we'll see we'll see what the right answer is if two's the right answer or not so i love it i yeah. love it i'm homework. gonna take us to patriots camp now so patriots we know line. they brought up mac jones they drafted him and uh, Cam Newton's already given him a nickname. And, boys, it is really creative and it's really brilliant stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's calling him mac and cheese. I didn't think of that. I yeah. would have never thought yeah. of that. And also, mac is Cam in reverse. So, a little mind bender for you there. There you yeah. go. There you go. Uh, I mean, Cam Newton's one of the most creative people we know. Like, all the different hats he wears, the shoes. The um, Instagram writing. Yeah. Instagram writing suits. So, um just coming up with a mac and cheese nickname for a guy named Mac Jones is just trailblazing, really. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever uh, want to give yourself a headache, just go to Cam Newton's Instagram and yeah. read because, yeah. or try to read because it's quite difficult. <laughs> yeah. Little recommendation there. Boys, I'm going to keep swinging it around the NFL. We're deep in the AFC right now. Nice. Melvin Gordon, he's on the Broncos. Don't know if you guys remember this guy. Oh, yeah. But he said, quote, we definitely aren't talked about enough, but it's expected. So I was just, I wanted to give it a couple minutes. We could talk about the Broncos. What do you think of when you think of the Broncos? Uh, Drew Locke and Vic Fangio just never being on the same page for anything. And Drew Locke not knowing what's going on half the time. And now Teddy Bridgewater's there and they think they can compete. It's just, yeah. There you go. Yeah, just Drew Locke just dancing. That's what I think of. Just. Yeah. Franchise quarterback yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, is Von Miller supposed to be back? Oh yeah, he's oh, back. He's back. Okay. He's back. Good. Well, defenses. Their defense is pretty good, so yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be. Uh, but they're not. They're not playing their first couple games at home. I think. So wow. that might be. Oh, that's right. They're, they're playing not their first two on the road. They're playing their first two on the road. They usually play a bunch of home games at the beginning, and they have the highest winning percentage of to the start of the season of like any NFL team in the last thirty years, just given the altitude and like how uh, difficult it is for teams to adjust in like the first two weeks because you're just you can't get to that. Yeah, your body's like, not shape. right. Yeah, not right. Condition isn't up there. So that was quite a stat. Quite a stat. Yeah, 
It's called Twitter. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. But. <laughs> it is on there, eh? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the Broncos, though, I love uh, Deshaun Watson, who's just facing like 18,000 sexual assault allegations. And he's just com- like, he's like, I think I want to go to Denver. Oh, he's yeah. Just completely yeah. just <laughs> changing the story, shifting the narrative. Yeah. Just absolute PR there. master move right there. Control the narrative. Yeah. I was reading the article and they said, it was about midway through. They go, if Watson is able to pass the 22 civil claims against him, I'm, yeah. I, I, I don't know, guys. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. a TBD camp. We'll put yeah. that let's in that let's one. take those one game at a time. Yeah. yeah. Last question about the Broncos. The blue. This is, this is the hot debate. The hottest debate in football. The navy blue with the orange trim or the orange with the navy blue trim. What are you picking? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with navy blue. Yeah, I I gotta agree. I don't like I don't like the orange. It's too it's too gross. Yeah, I like the orange. I, I kind of like it. And that was Broncos talk. So there you go, Melvin Gordon. <laughs> I just gave it to you. Last NFL story I got here, and this is a new tweet from Rob Demovsky. I think I'm saying that right. He's a Packers reporter, so we're going to the Beautiful. NFC. He tweeted, "What a stretch for Jordan Love. Dash wheel route to AJ Dillon, right sideline, 30 yard gain." Free play, deep to Lazard, 45 yards. Deep corner route, Juwan Winfrey, 30 yards down the field. Deep sideline, Aaron (laughs) Jones, 30 yards later. He was so fire emoji, the TE coach, Justin Uten, started fanning him down. Hope Aaron Rodgers likes holding the clipboard this year, boys, because Jordan Love is here. In the words of probably the greatest coach in the NFL, Campbell, wow. That's like... Just Probably wow. the best way to describe it. Wow. I mean, get this guy in the booth. I mean, those are some that's some great broadcasting stuff he's doing there, letting everybody know. I've heard that Jordan Love is basically the Loch Ness monster of the NFL because no one's seen him like throw a ball for like 16 months. Like no one knows what this guy can do. And they only ever get like grainy footage of him or stuff. <laughs> so finally we're getting to uh, getting to figure out who Jordan Love is, and I think people are excited. I'm very excited. And Aaron Rodgers should be scared. Yeah. I saw he tweeted W after the Bucks game. If people are calling you the Loch Ness Monster, it's game over. Maybe we should it's start scary. calling Drew Locke that. You think so? The yeah. Loch Ness Get Monster. Get some positivity out there for Drew. It's a little spin zone, dude. PR game. Loch Ness Monster. I know because I can't find any touchdowns for him. Yeah. 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 There you go. A little <laughs> zing there. That was pretty good. And that was the NFL update. Our, our best segment. I love oh, the NFL far. update. You got to stay up to date. And we're doing that in the flag on the play. We'll shift to the NBA playoffs quickly because there's not a lot going on in the NBA right now. So we'll try to do this fast. But we did just watch Bucks Nets game three. Heck of a game. 86-83 straight out of 1995. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out right off the start of the game to Thanias Anatokounmpo. Less than one minute played. No points, no rebounds, no steals, no rebounds. But did you boys see that one block he had? Because if you didn't, he has this big block at the end of the third quarter. He immediately gets subbed out of the game. And on his way out, he is just pumping up the crowd. He was waving his arms. The place was going crazy. That's the greatest minute of his life, dude. Uh, greatest minute of his life. I'm not sure. It might be the when he beefed uh, Drew Drew Eubanks. I when you, oh yeah, I when you were that. giving all me all these uh, zero points, zero assists, zero all this, I thought you were gonna say one fight. But one good fight. on him for getting that block. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, he's obviously Giannis's biggest cheerleader. So yeah. good yeah. on him, big brother, big he cheerleader. Gets that. Little lethal combo. Yeah. What did you boys see in that game? You think the Bucks can make this a series, or you still got this wrapped up? 
I mean, f- I mean, they addressed, I guess, some of the problems that you guys identified last time we talked, where they weren't, you know, the stars weren't really getting the minutes they should have. I think all the main guys got 40-plus minutes. I think Giannis played, like, 44 or something like that. Like, he played essentially the whole game. Um, but, I mean, I just saw the same thing I've seen from the Bucks for probably years now. I mean, Giannis just disappeared in the fourth. He wasn't getting to the rim. He was settling for threes. And whenever Giannis is settling for threes, you know you're in for a rough rough game and i mean what saved them was the nets just shot poorly overall and i mean if you know if joe harris doesn't shoot like 11 percent, or if KD hits a couple more shots or Kyrie hits a couple more shots uh, you know granted KD played really well i think they win that game and so i I doubt you see this again i doubt you have an opportunity like this again if you're the bucks 21 21 for 61 from harris Kyrie, and uh KD. i think the nets are gonna come back probably win game four um the Nets aren't going to score 11 points in the first quarter. Like yeah. that's just not going to happen. Um, Giannis again, disastrous in the last couple minutes of the game. Uh, they had to rely on Middleton holiday, which is fine, but like I, nothing's changing from Giannis. It's still the same crap. Um, and he, he's shooting threes, man. Stop shooting threes. Those are valuable <laughs> possessions. Like this was a, this was a one possession game again at the end of the, at the end of the game. And like, if you're just going to walk up and just jack a three, when you could just drive and get fouled. Now, granted, um, watching Giannis go to the free throw line is is a nightmare. Uh, he takes so long. It's <laughs> he got the violation today. He got second the one of the playoffs. Violation. Uh, you think using up like however many seconds, like twenty seconds, that he'll like get it in or whatever. He, he airballed. You can't airball. You can't take twenty <laughs> seconds to get ready for a free throw and then airball. That should be a technical. <laughs> he got a practice shot today. Did you guys see that? So that second quarter, he just took the ball from the ref and shot a free throw when the game was in timeout. That and the ref I saw gave him the ball. He shot it. He gave it back to the ref. And then he like did a little practice just without the ball. I just did a little practice there and then asked for the ball back. So he takes like 30 seconds, way too long. But honestly, good on holiday, good on Middleton. They showed up. I know people are roasting Middleton. Uh, for his performance in Brooklyn, but he showed up today, and I'm not surprised. He, he's he's honest. This is this is Middleton's team, man. Not you. Yeah, you've been on that take for years. For yeah. years. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on Team Middleton. Middleton's team for sure now. Also, I mean, when Harden gets back, I like yeah. Like these are close games, and Harden's not even playing. Like, yeah, it's it's tough. I don't I don't mean to disparage the Bucks too much, but this really felt like a Nets loss and. Even I thought KD was hitting that one at the end too. Me too. That was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> one leg. Nuts. I think he thought it was down too because he, he started did. to put his right hand up, and yeah. then he was like, "Ah." Well, he was feeling it. You could tell, like he was pulling up from, you know, middies. He was hitting. He had the couple that rolled in and out too. Like he was just. I felt like he was gonna. It was one of those situations where he wasn't gonna miss that. But I felt the same way. Yeah. But we've talked this long without bringing in the legend, the goat. I actually I want to give him credit here before I introduce him because he played I think it was 32 really good minutes and he was one of the best players on the floor for Brooklyn and then in the last minute he decided you know what it's It's my my turn it's my time Bruce the goat brown what a performance he saw the hole and he drove right to the lane I just wish they showed a camera of KD in the corner like what are you doing like I have literally fire is coming off my fingertips right now maybe pass me the ball but (laughs) 
you know what a performance by Bruce. Classic yeah. uh, just reminded me of the uh, Paul George and uh, C.J. Miles debacle we had there. A couple we bring years that ago. up more than anybody else in the world. <laughs> I we, mean, that sticks in our mind like a tick. You got to, you got to. That's what happened. Uh, I'd love if KD gave a little. Uh, I need to get the ball in that situation. Quote would be great. Haven't and, seen one yet. But. And uh, hey, you know if you see some Bruce Brown slander from a, a non-verified Twitter account. Could be, could be KD. Good observation. <laughs> yep. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Be on the lookout. A little Easter egg. Yeah. yeah. I think they need to get like that sports net, you know, like when McDavid skates to get like the speed every time he scores a goal. They need to get that for that Bruce Brown drive because he saw the hole and he probably ran a 4-2. Like he oh. saw his opening and he was gone. He was like a football player too because <laughs> yeah. he was kind of cradling the ball at the start. He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he came in with too much speed and the ball just flew out of his hand. Like, the best part was if you saw, I think it was Lopez was at the rim uh-huh. and he starts to come over and he's like, I don't, I think he's going to pass. And then he's like, oh, he's really going to drive. So he just jumped up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one of the, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nash told him, hey, you're playing good. And he totally misinterpreted that for take the shots of the final of, of the, of the last minutes of the game. So he probably just yeah. thought, yeah, this is my time to shine. But yeah. in the second quarter, he was knocking down those floaters though. He was going in. That's his, that's his shot, man. Yeah. He's good at those. Good player. Yeah. So I, I didn't mean to give him too much slander, but way to go, Bruce. Heck also, of a game. Yeah, yeah, and then the P.J. Tucker beef, too. That was, I mean, going at KD, I don't know if that was the smartest thing because up till then, I don't know if KD wasn't playing great. And then after that, I didn't see KD really miss a shot. Like, Yeah, you don't, know, uh, KD's like a guy, I wouldn't really want to make him angry, but I swear everybody talks to KD. Like, even the scrubs talk to KD. They think they can get in his head. I mean, they kind of can, well, but yeah, he's just such can. a good basketball player that can. he... You yeah. can, but I'd rather... <laughs> I can get in his head right now if I start tweeting enough. Well, that's what I'm saying. You should... Like, I don't know if it affects him as much on the court because I just think he's so locked in. But if you want to get in his head, just, like, tweet at him. And it'll be a whole, like, circus. Yeah. There you go. And I get I get PJ Tucker. You're, like, supposed to be the like the stopper of the of the forwards. You know, you're supposed to be the KD stopper. KD had 30 points. You had zero points yeah. in 33 minutes. So, a tough look. Five fouls. Yeah. Five fouls, Five zero fouls. points. <laughs> He's gritty. Gritty. He's I, do, I, I don't want to... I'm a PJ Tucker fan. One time, I actually have a PJ Tucker Rockets jersey. Fun fact. One time... From DHgate. From yeah. It is from DHgate. I mean, where else would it be from? One time, I was at the game, and he was warming up. He was the only guy in the court. And I like waved him down. I was like, PJ. And I like flashed my jersey and he gave me the the finger gun. Really? No way. Just one or two finger guns? Just one finger gun. Okay. But respect, respect PJ. So I'm a PJ Tucker fan. Guy's a grinder. Guy doesn't care about his numbers. He's not going home tonight like, man, I really dropped zero points, five fouls. No. 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 But uh, he, he, uh, he came to Toronto and he tried guarding LeBron. Didn't really work. Went to Houston, tried guarding LeBron, didn't really work. Now goes to Milwaukee, <laughs> tries guarding KD. I mean, he should just file like a labor lawsuit or something against the NBA. Like he just has to face KD and LeBron in the playoffs all the time, and yeah. he's he's still somehow in the league. So I mean, credit credit to uh, PJ. Tucker. Shout out to him. He knows his role. Knows his oh, role. he knows his role. A big shoe guy, hey Phil. Yeah, very. I'm a big shoe guy for those at home. And PJ Tucker's like the sneaker king of the NBA, basically, but. Yeah. Bro, like, I wish you had more of an offensive game if you're going to be just showing up in random shoes every game. You got to at least, like, flash oh. him. The only time you see him is when he's just standing in the corner. And yeah. the corner three he shot today was a disaster. That <laughs> He had one off the side of the backboard. <laughs> in the corner. You know, like, usually it'll take, like, 
three seconds for you to figure out if the ball is gonna like get to the rim or go in this i knew like 0.5 seconds out of his hand i wasn't making it like that was <laughs> it used to be wet though it used to day. be and you might think like oh like he didn't score like he must have shown up somewhere else he had one rebound and two assists. Guy, he's he's not there to do. I, I honestly, so. I'm gonna sound crazy, but he's not there to do that, dude. He's just there to guard KD, and he was doing a hell and of a piss job. Him off. No, no, no. Like, I mean, KD was taking tough shots the whole fourth quarter. You can't even. Deny he was taking it. tough shots, but I and mean, PJ was PJ yeah, was in his jersey. KD, I mean, okay, but 30. KD still has like a ten inch height in that. Like, he just jumps and PJ Tucker can't. Okay, I tried there. PJ. I tried. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can't say I didn't defend you because I did. I had you the whole way. Through. I give him credit though for taking on Katie and LeBron in like the last five years. So yeah, that's respect. that's respect. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. I got a question for you boys. Transferring out of this series, we saw Kevin Durant go off tonight. We saw what Joel Embiid was doing the other night, and we've been seeing what Kawhi Leonard's doing, albeit in losses. But at Game Six, legendary. Who's the best player left in the playoffs? Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. No. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. I would probably, based on, I would, to me, it's between, it'd be between uh, maybe Kawhi and, I know you're an Embiid guy, but for me, it's between Kawhi and KD. And I think the Nets are probably going to win the championship this year. And I think he's the most important player to their team. And he's being the most important player to the team. So I would probably lean KD. Especially after maybe it's a bit of recency bias there too, just because of what I saw him do tonight. But I just think he's playing at the level that we've seen him play at, where you know he can just score from anywhere and get, you know, he's scoring thirty points a night. So I would probably take KD. But I mean, there's a whole, it's a, there's a, it's maybe a debate. Four or five guys you can put in there. So I think like if we're gonna look at most important, I think I think it'd be Kawhi because I think if KD's having an off night, you can get. Unreal yeah. points from uh, Kyrie and and Harden and their supporting cast has been so good with like Blake Griffin. I think I'm gonna go with Kawhi here because if Kawhi's not on his game, like the Clippers are losing. Like I, you can't really expect stuff from Paul George. And um, just given what Kawhi brings you, like offensively and defensively, like best two way player in the NBA. And when he's locked in, when he puts you in that like Kawhi cage, it's 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 a disaster for you. So I'm gonna go with Kawhi. I I would put Kawhi three, but. I mean, I'm I'm spiteful, but I I don't even think it's spite. I think Embiid, I I wouldn't say Embiid's the best because I think KD's the best, but most unstoppable I think is Embiid. There's nobody left on the court who I think can actually like hold Embiid down. The way he's playing, he's just in a whole different zone. I mean, 39 in game one, and he hadn't played in a couple games at least. Then 40 last game, he was unstoppable. And he's going at Capella and like. Capella's good. Mm-hmm. Like Capella's no scrub. Yeah, like, Capella, Capella was doing a good job last series too. I think he's Capella's made some. I think all defensive NBA teams. I think I'm not. I'm not 100 sure, but like Capella's good, and he's just still like you said, dropping like over 30 on Capella. I was watching the game last night. One thing that stood out was the uh, Seth Curry and Embiid like pick and roll action. It's very freaking nice. unstoppable. Or when they get Seth Curry to uh, come off like a screen. And and Simmons will just give it. To, it's it's money every time, and it just causes problems for the for the Hawks. Also, Shake Milton, Shake, Shake, dude, Shake and Bake, Shake and Bake. What a what a move by Rivers. I I was kind of surprised that he wasn't getting any minutes really against the Wizards, but now I mean, he's in. Now he's in, baby. Now it can't take him out. No chance. But I will give the credit to KD too, because KD was unreal tonight. We've obviously talked a lot about him already, but guy there like owen said he's going to win the championship more likely than not i think we would all shift and pivot to pick the nets right now even though they lost tonight 
I mean, not really a pivot for me, to be honest. But okay, you you didn't make a finals pick. You picked two teams to make the finals and tie. Yeah, mathematically, he gave himself what? How much of an increase in chance is that of getting it right? I was never a math I mean, guy. Was it like fourteen percent? I don't know. We're gonna throw that number like that. out. You gave yourself a fourteen percent chance higher of getting it than we did, so you don't get credit in my book. Also, <laughs> dreams alive for me, baby. I was a little worried there. Yeah, uh, Bucks, you're Bucks back. were down two all, and now they uh, they finally won one. Still, probably don't think they'll beat the Nets, but uh, I mean, at least Phoenix is looking good. Yeah, you so, were right. Dreams you're alive. Right. Credit to you. You were right. You had it the whole way. Last little NBA question. I'm gonna throw in here at you. Booker or Mitchell? We've had this little, this has bubbled on the surface before, but let's dive into it. Give it a pick. Two guys who are thriving right now very well might meet in the West Finals. Who would you rather have? I'm going to go with Mitchell because he's he's the clear-cut number one in Utah. Uh, He's their guy. He's their alpha. Scoring 45 points, I mean, my goodness. Uh, Just the difficulty, like, the, the shots that he hits are unbelievable. The scoring, it's great. I think Booker's Booker's great too. It's just that we were never really seeing this until Paul got here, until they like, because we can't underestimate what Paul's done for Booker. Like, because Booker doesn't really have to rely too much on the ball handling and getting other people his shots. Now he has Paul who worries about, you know, Booker getting his, his points and his stuff. So uh, I'm going to go with Mitchell. That's respect. I, I'm I'm going to take the Booker team here. Only because I think, I don't know, I think he was this player the whole time. Like, he had 70 in a game once. I, I think he's been this guy the whole time. He just need like, it's obviously helpful that he has better teammates around him now. I don't think much has changed. I think he's just developed into a much better player. Owen, where are you siding? You're the tiebreaker. I would, uh, I would agree with Alex here. I'm just taking a look at the stats. And, I mean, this year, Mitchell averaged more points, about an assist more, um, on more efficient shooting. So, you know, I think a lot of what Mitchell does, I mean, obviously we recognize he's a superstar, but he, Utah it really isn't the market that a place like Boston with Jalen Brown is. Um, or even, you know, he doesn't really have the whatever. It, I don't know if it's a social media appeal or just pop culture appeal that a guy like Devin Booker has. Like he's not dating Kendall Jenner or whatever it is. I don't know what it is, to be honest. And he doesn't have the cool cars. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he's just he's, he's a guy that tends to fly a bit more under the radar. and And I think it's, you know, when you look at the numbers, I think he's just a better player. I think when you look, especially what what Utah's done this year, he's been so valuable. He he's so valuable for what they do offensively on the pick and rolls, and and he kind of plays a role where, you know, he like Trey Young, where he can pick apart the defense on a pick and roll, and when it's not there, he can pull up from wherever on the floor and score. Like he's just got that range where it's just unbelievable. So, I would lean towards towards Mitchell, but it's definitely close. Like I can see the argument for both. And one thing on Phoenix, it's it's crazy to me because just talking about the team, I remember like even like a year or two ago, everyone was trashing the Suns ownership. Like that was yep. probably I remember thinking like wow, like Aiden would probably be a good player if he wasn't on the Suns right now. Like yeah. we were like wow, this is just it was like the Browns type situation where you're like wow, <laughs> imagine if like Baker was on a better team or whoever well, it is. Okay, all right. You look at it now, it's like wow, there's it's like they made the trades that they needed to make and the signings they needed to make. It's like one of the most you know, they did they're pretty savvy when you look at it now. It's just crazy to me. So just a thought there. It, yeah. If we look at it this way though, so say they swap teams Mitchell's on the Suns and uh, Booker's on on Utah. I I think 
I think Mitchell makes like the playoffs with with Phoenix. I don't know if I don't know if Booker makes the playoffs on Utah. I think they both make the playoffs. I agree. I agree. Utah's a. I mean, we're Utah's got a Conley, good core. Yeah, yeah, I think Utah's a very, very, very. No, good but team. I'm saying even from before though, like like not even taking account the teams right now. Like I'm from before, like Mitchell was still making the playoffs with Utah without without Conley, without like some you know solid guys. But Booker also, I mean, he had Ricky Rubio. But I don't know. They were never really close to ever making the playoffs or being like this scary team. Yeah. I I, I think they would have made the playoffs like if you switch them around I, for the last couple yeah. years as well. I but. tend to agree. I think in both cases, they're super well-constructed teams. Like hats off to the management of both the Jazz and the Suns. Like they, they've put together some stellar role players. Like even you look at Utah, they got the sixth man of the year. They've got Ingles, who's another candidate. You got Bogey, you know, Bogey. O'Neal. O'Neal, it's just it's a great team, and so I think both make the playoffs. I think it's really when it comes down to it, it's really close. It's a lot closer than people might think. Yeah, that was a quick little NBA in and out, get in, get out. I like it. Yes, sir. We'll be talking more about it on Sunday, I'm sure. But quickly, the Final Four, I believe it's set in the NHL. We got the Habs against the Knights, and we got the Islanders against the Lightning. Owen, I know you've been diving into all the games. He's the biggest hockey fan in the world who watches no minutes. He loves it. But, Alex, you picked the Knights at the beginning of the playoffs. We just got to touch our predictions here. Yep. Good yep. for you. You feeling good? I'm fi- I'm still feeling good. Uh, I knew Colorado was going to be tough. I never doubted the boys when they went down 2-0 to Colorado. So Four straight. Um, they get the Habs. It's going to be easy win for them there easy series uh and they'll see in the and see in the finals wow oh there you go i love it i i'm i'm firmly on the islanders bandwagon i'll touch on it later what was your pick to start no comment no comment oh <laughs> no comment it was redacted my pick was oh. redacted oh okay uh, yeah That's doesn't all. that team's name start with like an o or something well uh, the only orioles team, yeah orioles oh. it's yeah mm-hmm that's all I could think of, really. So, no, it was redacted. It's swiped from the record. Yeah. So, don't worry. Anyway, that's our NHL update. Owen, you add nothing to the conversation, even though you're the biggest NHL I fan. I mean, my preseason, or I guess pre playoffs pick was the uh, Leafs, um, and they got uh, beat by the, the Canadians. So, I'm going to have to go Canadians. I think they're looking good right now. Can you name two players on the Canadians? Carey Price is their best player right now. Let's and... go. Patrick Wall. And they got uh, Shea Weber is the other nice. one. There you go. Look at that. That's a big brain right there. Really though, but like the goalies have been playing crazy. Like Flurry and Price. That's gonna be. That's gonna right be now. You can't deal. really score on Price. Hopefully it doesn't cool down. But he's been yeah. crazy for them. I I'm people are rolling over Montreal. I'm not rolling over Montreal. I'm not taking this lightly. I don't think it's a free win for Vegas. I uh, I'm a believer. They play a shutdown hockey. They just muck you down to play at their level. Which is not very highly. It's not very skilled, but that's how that's how hockey's played these days, eh? Just take the skill out of it, and who can win two? Uh, as long as Tampa doesn't win, I'm I'm fine. I think Tampa's team seventeen win. mil over the cap, like Dougie Hamilton said. He said it best. But yeah, little little cheating there. But I'm sure Bettman's gonna get that resolved. Yeah, he's he's a stern guy. You know, he'll get you. Phil, do you think the Oilers should just shelf Drysital for like the entire season so they can sign like a sick free agent and then just put him back for the playoffs? We'd win like four games. So kind of need kind of need him. Actually, good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. boys. Alex has been keeping us posted very closely, and it's this weekend. I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about right now. It's the TikTok versus YouTubers boxing match. 
So I looked at the full card. Actually, let me give you some info here first. Saturday, June 12th. You already know the date and you already know the time. Whatever, yeah. I'll tell you right now. Saturday, June 12th, 7 Eastern. You can secure it right now for the low, low price of 50 US dollars. It's on uh, household yeah. streaming service X Live X. So if you want to use that service, I'm pretty okay. sure it's already downloaded on your TV. Streaming Up there a- with ESPN Plus, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Streaming on a porn site. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I think when you just turn on your TV, it's one of those pre-installed, you know, Netflix, Hulu, oh. X Live X. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right up there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, DJ Khaled's going to be performing. So oh, whatever, whatever performing for DJ Khaled looks That's... like, uh, I'm curious to see. But uh, I mean, how, I've already bought it. So. How much does how <laughs> much does a UFC yeah. f- fight cost on a pay per view? I think it's pretty expensive. It might be close. Is to Is it that. like sixty Canadian though? Yeah. So this is how much? Fifty? Fifty US? So, so it's more expensive than it's that, close. It's uh, close. close, but still, the fact that they're charging as much as like uh, Adesanya and whoever he's fighting Vittori uh-huh. now that's that's kind of a joke. Yeah, I mean, but hey, who doesn't want to see Tanner Tanner and like Cody Cody fight against each Cody, other? Cody Cody, <laughs> I mean, Josh Josh, Josh yeah. Josh Josh, yeah, Taylor Taylor, yeah. But we the main event. We all know the main event. That's all we're gonna cover today. Uh, our boy McBroom. We're, oh, we're, I've never seen this guy in my life, but this podcast is McBroom Nation. So. Yeah. <laughs> We love McBroom. So we don't even really have to give you our prediction. He's no. fighting against Bryce Hall. I'm, yep. I'm vaguely aware of Bryce Hall. Yeah. Yep. Shows uh-huh. up on your TikTok sometimes. Yeah. Finds you. Yeah. Sneaks up on you. Yeah. He find, <laughs> yeah boo. Uh, he'll find you. No, yeah. I'm going with McBroom. McBroom, and uh, he'll be like Rousey. Knock him out in eight seconds. Yeah. yeah. So I've uh, I've actually seen on, on TikTok, I've seen some people do analysis of, uh, of Bryce Hall's arms. And they're actually like down to his just waist. They're not long at all, man. They're just really? oh, super like, too. Too. Yeah. So like I'm picking stump. I'm picking McBroom because Bryce Hall's not gonna be able to reach him, man. There's no the way. Reach is, no way. Huge. reach is huge. Reach is big in boxing. Don't know a lot, but I'd like to think that reach is a big deal. So Bryce Hall's reach, man. Key thing to look out for in the fight. Also, like Phil said, never heard of McBroom. Checked his Instagram page out. Multi-millionaire. Oh, yeah. Just goes I, to show I think we're getting a little older here now, too, because I've never heard of this guy in my life. He just Apparently, he up. was a baller. Yeah. Dude, he played college ball at Washington, yeah. from what I heard. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so that didn't work out, and he just decided to start YouTubing his, like, family life. And now he owns, like, five Ferraris. Yeah, dude, wow. I was I was doing like I'm of course starting I to always, like him less. <laughs> dude, I always do my research, and he was a baller, so I'm guessing he's got some reach. Like he's probably pretty long. Yeah, but like apparently this guy gets like like his videos get like 20 million views each. Like this no guy's way. raking it in. It's unbelievable. So when I go home, I'll watch a McBroom video, and I'm just hopefully they're as good as Trevor Bowers. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Maybe we for. should do a book club, McBroom <laughs> book club. McBroom yeah, book club. yeah, we're gonna okay everybody. His most recent video from right now, we're going to talk about at the end of Sunday's episode, yeah. Bookmark yeah. It. And what is the over-under on Dave Portnoy making an appearance somewhere in this fight? It's going to happen. It's he's, <laughs> just, he's got to find the, Does he... the, he's got to find the 14-year-old community somehow. <laughs> yeah. grow, grow the brand. So for anybody who's seen like any of the pre-fight beef videos or whatever, Dave's just there. He finds his way there. I, he he <laughs> just pops up. It's there. Like midway through every video, you just see his little face. He yeah. just pops in. So yeah. All right. Uh, are we gonna make some picks here. Let's yeah. just do some picks. Let's do some picks. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bryce Hall. Well, uh, not even a question. We're going with McBroom. McBroom. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, Tanner Fox versus Nick Austin. Uh, draw. I don't like either name. Uh, I'll go with Nick Austin. I don't like that last name. Okay. Oh, we got the double good. first names. Yeah. 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 Keeping score. It's one. Uh, Faze Jarvis versus Michael Lee. Lay. Uh, Faze Jarvis. Jarvis Landry or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's Jarvis Landry. He just pops out as Jarvis Landry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't have a pick there. I you got to make a pick. You got to make a pick. Over, Two ties, and you're roasting Owen for taking a tie yeah. in the okay, NBA Finals. Okay, I'll take, uh, I'll take Michael Lee. All right, we're writing that down, oh, Okay. Dude. We'll hold you accountable down. for that. Okay. I, think this, I, think, I think this is Deji, um, KSI's brother. So him or Nate Wyatt. Another double for no. Sam. That's two for those keeping score at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me Nate Wyatt, dude. Give me Nate Wyatt all day. I'm going Deji. I don't think I'm going to make a pick. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> no. Okay, no pick from Phil. And then we're going, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, Anison Gibb. Anison Gibb versus Taylor Holder. Anison Gibb. Oh, Gibb sure, that's day. how you pronounce it. There you go. <laughs> Phil, okay, learning curve. All good. But, yeah, I'm going Anison Gibb. I heard, I heard. I was watching some TikTok, right? And apparently Taylor Holder's got some, like, boxing background. So oh. I'm taking I'm taking Mr. Ta- that, Taylor. Some Taylor. I'm taking some Taylor nice. on this one. Yeah. These are like, I don't even think this is the full card, but just a little bit of picks. A little bit of picks. Just a little tease. Nice. Remember, guys, low, low price, 50 US dollars. X so. Live X. X yeah. Live X. You're going to want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Spend your hard-earned money on that for yeah. sure. As we usually do on the Friday morning to send you into the weekend. Bozo of the week and the newly added genius of the week. We like to we were being too negative, so we had to bring it up, raise the positivity, raise it up, raise it up. That's what we're doing. Who wants to bat lead off this week? What do you boys have? And I'll leave it up to you. If you want to start positive with genius, if you want to start negative with Bozo, let me start off on like a on like a nice negative note here. Nice. So let's go. I know the fans are just cl- always clamoring at home. It's just like more to talk more baseball, talk more baseball. And so I've got every week I've got to talk about baseball. But we mentioned a while ago that I think Phil mentioned it, that um, that Josh Donaldson was going to, he had a list. He, he had, had a list. list. He was cooking up a list. Like Santa. <laughs> like Santa's list. It was a naughty list though. So he's going <laughs> to write down, he's going to expose all the players that were using sticky stuff to uh, dock to the balls. And he called out Garrett Cole and everybody, like this is open secret. Everybody knew Garrett Cole was you know he was gonna he was good he was using it he was one of the main guys yeah but i mean it was kind of like a it was like you know everybody knew it but nobody wanted to admit it type deal yeah and so (laughs) there's a press conference right and one of the reporters goes what do you like are you gonna address the allegations that you're using like sticky stuff to doctor the balls and he fumbles around he goes um uh, like, you know, you know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? What? I'll put in the clip right here. Yeah. Clip's going to be... Clips wow. wow. <laughs> Editor Phil is going... Dan Campbell? Right wow. Dan Campbell, wow. Okay, mark so. this, dude. Mark this. All the listeners at home, this is a watershed moment for this podcast. Yeah, this okay. This is next level. But right anyways. here. And have you ever used spider attack while pitching? Um, I don't... I don't know. I, I, I don't know if uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, he just fumbles with his words, right? It's just a pitiful answer where he says, I don't know quite how to answer it. Like Garrett, dude, that was a pretty clear question. That was yeah. a pretty clear answer you just gave. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd smart move, dude, play dumb. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, 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 I don't quite know how to answer uh, that. Yeah, uh, just to add, just to add here to Owen. So 
like like he said, uh, not not the toughest question, pretty clear question, but it was kind of like you know when you're in school and you're kind of fucking around or something, you're not really paying attention, then the like teacher just asks you a <laughs> yeah, question, you have yeah. no clue how to answer that. Oh, that's what that reminds me. We've all been here. Names. We've all been there. So that's kind of what what Cole's uh, answer was. He's like, yeah. uh, I don't know how to answer that. I've I've used the the phrase I don't know how to answer that quite a few times. So we just reach into the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Yankees broadcaster said that um josh donaldson should be prepared to, to get a baseball to the ribs because <laughs> garrett cole was pitching that night and obviously josh e boy had his oh list <laughs> oh my god he said he That's said i'm not having old baseball <laughs> not soft it. so soft yeah he did he's clear he's not, i'm not advocating for it but you might get a baseball to the ribs i'm and not josh advocating donaldson, but do it <laughs> yeah but do it <laughs> and he pulled up to uh to warm us to bat to bp batting practice with um a Johnny Menzel style like flak jacket rip protector on. So he was ready to take a bullet, stop a baseball. Ha, ha, so, very funny. Credit to Josh Donaldson. Yeah, your team's 15 games under 500. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you want me to go straight into my genius? I mean, if that's your prerogative, go for sure, it. Sure, dude. Okay. We all know KD had a big night tonight. He uh, had 30 points in the game. Um, I guess it would be for, for those listening tomorrow, it'll be Thursday night. So just so you're aware. Yeah. Um, but uh, there were rumors just swirling on the internet about a big date between KD and Lana Rhodes. Yep. So that's big. That's very interesting news because they're both, you know, stars. And, you know, KD, love, you know, it's it's a bit of insight into KD's personal life, which we all are interested in for sure. Stars so, in their respective professions. Yeah, stars yeah. in their respective. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just two, you know, you got to, they're admiring just each goats, other's Just goats, really. Yeah, goats. Yeah. Just talking shop, I'm sure. And KD, the news comes out, KD reportedly, allegedly... Allegedly, Allegedly, very clear. Brought a uh, backup date. So clearly a man who cares a lot about his time. Um, he wasn't, you know, sure if Lana was going to bail or not. So so Katie brings a backup date. So just a genius move. I know yeah. he's a very busy man. He's probably had tweets to do or, or trades to make in the show. And he wasn't about to waste his time getting stood up on this date. So he brings up the backup. Um, I'm sure Lana showed up. But uh, just genius move by KD. Just respect for for being prepared. How do you, how do you think that goes? He just does he make the other like the second girl just wait at a table? That's what I was gonna ask. Does she just sit at the bar and then like he waits? So like, 20 this minutes? is how I think it goes. I think like if Lana and KD hit it off, I think Harden's just in the corner, slicking his chops, ready oh, no, to no, get no, the second one. No, no, no. It's it's uh, Bruce Brown waiting for the offensive rebound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's either it's either Bruce Brown or James Harden. Just well, he's James Harden's probably in the strip club. So yeah, pr- probably Bruce Brown. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Bruce Brown, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, genius of the week, yeah, Kevin Durant. You did. I feel like Katie strikes me as the guy who goes to dinner and he's just on his phone the whole time. You're just tweeting. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watching like YouTube no clips of basketball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're yeah. like talking. He's like, hold on a second, new McBroom. Yeah, McBroom. <laughs> I gotta watch that. She's like, you want to talk? It's like, no, I'm watching my like scoring championship uh, season. Highlight tape. Relax. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. What you got over there, Alex? Uh, so for genius of the week, uh, I'm sure quite a few of us watched the Suns Nuggets game. Blake, Blake, uh, he's the genius of the week. He was the kid that uh, took his uh, shirt off, star of the star of the moment, um, stole the show. Uh, looks like he's the biggest Suns fan. So yeah, they just showed him on the jumbotron, and he ripped his shirt and hat off, pumped up the crowd like crazy. Credit to him. If, if I was in that situation, I probably would have got tied up with my shirt, hat. That's not easy to do when, when like... The clean rip When 16,000 people are looking at you, 
it's not that easy, I think, to take your shirt off and hat simultaneously. He did it quick, man. Quick Twitch guy. Wouldn't be surprised me if like Suns hire them as like their hype guy for like internet, like there you go, future NBA games. Yeah, a little glow up. So uh, Suns should really look into that. He he looks like he's nine right now, but so he kind of looks like Jokic when he was <laughs> kind of looks like Jokic when he was like twelve. So true story. I went to a Calgary Hitman game when I was a kid with my hockey team. Oh, let's hear it. And one of these kids, I don't remember his name. I definitely was in the back eating, but I remember the Jumbotron came on to us and the kid just ripped off his jersey and started waving it like a towel. I went to a Hitman game maybe a couple weeks later. It was on the pregame hype video. No way. Yeah. No way. Well, this story. kid's going to be everywhere now. He's a star. Yeah. yeah. Superstar Blake. There you go. Let's Genius go, Blake. Genius of the week. Oh. Uh, and my bozo of the week is so as you know we can all find like all sorts of stuff on twitter and during the islanders big win against the bruins i came across uh, a rangers slash islanders i saw fan this account. guy i saw, saw him, him today yeah, yeah 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 unbelievable it's called rangers fans for isles <laughs> so so this guy claims to be a fan of both teams wow both teams what an idea what an idea i mean wouldn't it make sense if giants and jets fans were just Merged up. Pride of New York or Yankees Mets. That seems smart. Yeah. Why don't we do that? So yesterday he was saying how great it is. And I quote, he used we have Fox. So Fox is one of their, one of the Rangers better, (laughs) better defensive players as a Norris candidate. He used we, all right, Rangers fan, but no, he's not. He's also an Islanders fan. (laughs) He then goes to say in another tweet during the game, he says, we're again, we we're the best fans in the world. We rock the barn like no other fans can. <laughs> I'm following this guy right now. You got to follow him. Best part. So he gets a lot of heat for this because Pete Blackburn replies to him. Pete's obviously got a bunch of bunch of followers. So everyone finds out about this guy. He got a lot of heat for his account. And, uh, and he just tweeted, got a lot of hate today. Everyone can suck my dick. That's nice. Fire. <laughs> That's fire. That's fire. So, um, so Phil, when do we start a uh, Flames Oilers? Uh, I... I think it would it be called right now. Flames fans for Oilers. <laughs> this is where we birthed it right now. Dude, we have dry cycle. And we have like Monaghan. That's pretty cool. Is that Whoa. not the same thing? Same thing. That's the same, same thing. Yeah, Both centers. Well, yeah, kind thing. of. Yeah. Also, like his his uh display picture, the Islanders and Rangers logo just slashed. So un unreal. And he just doesn't he can't understand why it's a problem. He can't. He's like, I'm a grown man. I can cheer for whoever I want. Fair. That's a fact. Respect. But, hey. Yeah. If we have, like, any New York listeners, can they, like, let us know what that dynamic is? Because, like, I was looking on Twitter after KD missed that last shot, and I'm seeing Knicks fans, like, just straight laughing at KD on Twitter, like, telling him to kill himself. Like, it's like, they hate KD. They hate the Nets, Oh, but, but, I mean, if he would have signed with them, they would have loved him. They would have loved him. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's like you you play in the same city, but like ne- like Knicks fans hate the Nets, like hate them. So yeah. I don't know what that dynamic is. If somebody can explain it, just please do. I mean, Slide they the hate them, but I also feel like the Nets like don't really have like that many hardcore fans. So I don't know what they're like. No, is it's to hate I, about. I know the split. It's like old school would be Rangers, Yankees, Giants, yeah. and then what's the sport I'm missing? Knicks. Yeah, and, and then the new school would be like yeah. Mets, Jets, Isles, and uh, is it new school Knicks. though? Or is it just like... Well, it's I don't just know if like Mets a, are super new school, though. I think or it's Jets. Like, like... I feel like that's usually the split, and then sometimes you get some crossover. Some people take one, some people take the other, but that's usually how it splits. I feel like one thing I've heard is just like 
it's like a class thing too because like nick's tickets are a lot more expensive than nets tickets yeah they have been so it's like if you if you're like a rich family or you're from like a rich part of new york you'll, you'll be a knicks fan yeah that's where or the, go. the islanders are on long island and yeah. the knicks are in downtown new york yeah. right and but if you're like a little bit you know less wealthy or you grow up less wealthy your dad will like save up and they'll take you to the nets game or whatever you know what yeah. I mean? And use the promo code. Yeah, use yeah. the promo Harden code. Harden for 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's important, though, in rivalries that, like, the other team's fans are also, like, animals. That's what makes it fun. Because yeah. if Oilers yeah. fans were just, like, Nets fans, it wouldn't be fun. It's There's not, like, you know what I mean? I'm taking a break from Oilers You take Right, sorry. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, I Raptors. Like, I hate everyone in our division. Boston, yeah. New York, Knicks, because they're all very passionate. So if if the other team isn't that passionate, though, it's like I, yeah, like see, the, I don't even like hate the, the Nets East that division. much. Wizards, Hornets, oh. yeah, that division. That division not a lot of passion scary, there. bro. When the Hornets and the and the Wizards go at it, oh, oh, malice at the palace, baby. <laughs> so clear the deck. My bozo of the week. There was a video circulating of a kid at the Red Sox game. They were playing the Astros, and he calls out, and he says, let me get a photo, let me get a photo to Bregman. And then he says, it's fire. Bregman comes over. Bregman sort of waves him down, and he starts walking over, and you can see him walking up. And the kid goes, I don't want a photo with you, cheater. Go bang on a barrel, bum. It's fire, dude. Almost my genius of the week. Okay, this is my bozo of the week because, listen, I hate the Astros, and I hate Bregman as much as anybody else. Bregman especially because he was so smug about everything. But you guys being a nice guy, he's coming over to take a picture nah, with you. You know how many nah, athletes would nah, say no. Cheater, the guy's just coming nah. up. He's saying hey to you. He's offering to take a picture with you. The guy's trying to be a nice guy. Like I nah, dude, try and be a nice guy in the like. Don't bang on a like. Be a nice guy and don't cheat, dude. That's what I'm asking <laughs> for. You could okay. All right. That's One your, thing I will say though is he probably will never like take a picture with a fan again because he's scared that'll happen oh dude if that was the classic if the mesh wasn't there he would not have said that bregman would have socked him in the head nah dude this oh, kid what a kid how old is this kid dude he's like, like 16 he's, oh, he's okay you could probably take a yeah, he's boston man. Uh, boston 16 though yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy's probably, dude, probably yeah. smoking cigarettes before the game man yeah probably he's yeah. probably drunk oh, man yeah it's another reason bozo hate that guy no nah. so. I uh, that video hero of the week, dude. Hero of the week. Very upset. My genius of the week. I said I would get back to the Islanders. My genius of the week is Lou Lamorello. Lou Lamorello. He's seventy-eight years old. This guy has been in the NHL constructing winning rosters for thirty-four years. The dude is an absolute legend. Led the Islanders past the Bruins. The roster is not good. Not good. The Islanders. Yeah, but he. He, the uh, that's system a, they true, play true. he's willed them to this point he built it he Get knows how, Anders Lee yeah he knows how to build a winning hockey team so credit to Lou genius of the week he put his spell on the Maple Leafs which I owe an infinite uh, amount I, it, dinner on I'm me for life <laughs> for life because you put your curse on the Lou Maple and Leafs. Dine yeah <laughs> Lou and Dine. Dine Lou and Dine this guy he left the Leafs in 2018. They fired him because they blamed all their failures on him. Oh, Guess yeah. what? He's won eight playoff series since. They've won zero. So let's go, Lou. That's how I you mean, flex Imagine on him. trading Lou for freaking Kyle Dubas. 
What a horrible trade. What a horrible trade. Bet Lou wouldn't have done some of the stuff the Maple Leafs ended up doing. All that stats crap, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> Lou knows how to build a winner. Oh, my God. Unbelievable fact, though, because I was doing some research about Lou Will. Or, not Lou Will. <laughs> He's basically <laughs> Lou Will. He's though. basically Lou Will, though. <laughs> Lou Lamorello. In 2007, he fired his coach with three games to go in the regular season and took over behind the bench. Okay, you might think nothing of that. The team was in first place. They had three games left in the regular season. He canned the coach and said, I'm taking over for the playoffs. Sorry, was this in New Jersey? Yeah, Fire. back in New Jersey. No, you think that's crazy? He did it before, too. In 2000, there was eight that's games to go, and they were in first place, and he fired the coach. Well, he was, didn't take over that time. Was this the glory days of the like uh, New Jersey Devils? Not 07. I think they lost right away, but in 2000, they won the Cup when he okay. fired the coach. Yeah, there you go. So credit to Lou. Dude's an absolute baller. 78 years old, like I said. You can't find stats from his playing career because they weren't recorded. That is how amazing <laughs> Lou Lamorello He's all, He's also, uh, when he went to the podium in 2016 and he said in the 216 draft, I that thought was that was genius stuff. 216, just cut the zero out. Also, I, I saw somewhere that prior to Barry Trotz and Lou coming in, the Islanders were one of the worst teams when it comes when it came to defense. They've been like the best, the best defensive team now for like the last three years. They don't let in oh, goals. Yeah. They just don't. The goalies aren't unbelievable. It's Simeon Varlamov and Sorokin. They're all right. I mean, imagine if they they had like Fleury or something. You'd never score on them. Yeah. But honestly, I love the culture they brought there. Also, top five jerseys in the NHL. Top five jerseys. Great rank. Just, uh, oh, I love the Islanders right now. Uh, I do. Yeah. Very, very nice uh, mystique. Last year in the big barn, so. Hopefully they can uh, bring this one home. That would be unreal. What would be a great down, like, probably like, Isles, I saw somewhere on Twitter, Isles Habs, man. Give it to me. That would be very aesthetic. Yeah. Great uniforms. So yeah. I think I asked you the other day, do they still have the the stripes on their jersey for their chips? I don't think they do anymore. They should put those back on. I remember seeing those and I was like, that's sick. Wow, I don't even remember that was, was that, do you I don't know that, that was a thing. Four they stripes. Like on their shoulders, they had the four stripes. Oh, you need to have stripes. that. NBA it's has fire. it. NBA has it on the back of their collar. Do they actually? Uh, football do. has it. Uh, when you're playing UEFA, UEFA Champions League, they got it on the sleeve right here. How many Champions Leagues you've won? So, really, dude? yeah, man. You, I think every team what? should do that. Yeah. NHL, MLB doesn't have it. Fun fact: When the redacted team, they had yeah. the gear jerseys. Uh, there was five gears because they had won five cups, and then if they won another cup, they were going to add another gear. We're still waiting for that gear. Well, the team was redacted. The issue with doing like stripes like that in league in leagues like the NHL and MLB is like you have teams like the Yankees and like, you have stripes like down there. Dude, they'd be having pinstripes on pinstripes. They'd be building Montreal. Montreal would wear pajamas. But on even you even something yeah. small though, you could just do it like on the collar, like how the NBA does it, because you could fit it. Yeah. But like sometimes I don't remember how many chips a, a a team has, and like obviously you can't look at the banners. They never show the banners. So That's true. No conclusive evidence. As we do on a Friday morning, I'll just lead this one off. Uh, I'm convinced uh, Tyloo doesn't start paying attention till the fourth quarter. I'm just convinced that's when they start putting Kawhi on the best player on the other team. That's when things usually get better for the Clippers. I'm just, uh, I'm convinced he just sits there, twiddles his thumbs. Maybe he's on Twitter. Comes out for the fourth quarter. He's like, all right, time to get serious. Yeah. Classic Tyloo. I mean, I think we saw that in the Cavs uh, Golden State. I he mean, did. look, he went down 3-1. And he's like, hey, I kind of want to start buckle coaching down. now. Let's come back. Yeah, figures it out. Uh, I love how he doesn't make adjustments until like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Exactly. <laughs> he, he lets Luca drop 40 and he's like, hey, Kawhi, now go on him. Now's your time. So, 
Ty Lue's, I'd love Ty Lue to be my coach. I think Same he's here. great. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, like, I've heard from players say that his his calmness and, like, he's just very chill. He doesn't raise your yeah. anxiety. The word I heard was he knows how to punch without leaving a bruise. So a good way to put Never it. Never heard of that. Yeah. I, I don't. Like that. I'm trying to wrap my head around <laughs> we that. Do, we figure do. that out. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh-huh. What you got over there, Owen? So <clears throat> I was talking with Phil the other day, and uh, we were talking about, like, the NBA and, like, super teams and you know big twos and big threes and and how the balance of power has kind of shifted and i mean this isn't my take i gotta i I gotta shout out zach Lowe, one of the greatest minds in basketball shout out zach i know you're listening but he had this take a while ago on his podcast like years ago and he was like we're there he's talking with whoever it was like wendy or whoever and they're talking about like how do we get rid of these super teams and he said he said they should get rid of the max contract for players. Like they should be the the percentage that you can make in relation to the cap. Yeah. Like there should be no limit on oh you could make like right now the most you pay guys what like fifty million. Just saying mm-hmm. abolish a limit on what you can pay. Yeah. So in theory, not to steal your thing. No, no, no you're explaining it way better. But in, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in theory, the Lakers could say or the magic could say we really want lebron we're gonna pay him 80 million of our salary cap but there is still a salary cap in place so you have to fit under the number right but the best players can make as much as they so choose right yeah so i mean i think there's some issues with it because you you get guys like kd who take pay cuts like when he went to the warriors um and so there's you know it's not perfect but i think a lot of guys a lot in a lot of situations guys will take like you know, especially guys like Julius Randle who are getting really good for the first time, they'll take a big payday, right? And so that means if he takes like a hundred million, let's say he takes like eighty million a year, the Nets, the Nets, holy shit! Just let's say forty. Let's say eighty. Yeah, okay. let's, no, we'll let's stay with eighty. We'll stay yeah. with eighty. Say he's making eighty a year. They can't sign another star, so they have to sign role players, and so that means it's it means it's harder for teams to put together these super teams does that make sense unless you want to take like two mil a year yeah yeah unless you want to which could happen so i mean not perfect but uh i mean i think the league needs to do it needs to try it out they need to just try it just give it a shot i i would like to see some like like the nba try and control the super teams a bit just a bit it would be but i don't even think the nets are the worst super team though of all time i've had more issues with with golden state and miami with the Nets, man, it's Kate. It's as right now, it's pretty much just Katie and Kyrie, and they're still pretty much kicking the Bucks' ass. Yeah. Um, it's also not their fault they rejuvenated Blake Griffin. No one wanted to sign him. Everyone thought he was washed. He's playing unbelievable right now. Yeah. Uh, big shot, Bruce Brown. No big one signed Bruce. that guy. Big shot Bruce. So I think I think theirs was made a little more organically. I'd say. Well, yeah, but I think this way because I don't think you're gonna have a lot of support for just team empowerment where you ban guys or prevent them from going where they want to go this way it's like you're taking it to the extreme where it's complete player empowerment you make what you want you go where you want and because you can make whatever you want it it makes it such that the teams are unable to sign multiple stars unless they take pay cuts so i don't know i think it's worth a shot because i agree like the worst for me was the warriors you have the best team in the nba by a mile and they take pick up arguably the second or even maybe the best at from time to time player in the NBA and become even better and just going to tear. So, I mean, you don't want that to happen necessarily if you're the league. It's just you want to have a competitive balance in, in terms of teams. For my uh, no conclusive evidence, uh, for my hockey fans, we're going back to hockey. Big hockey episode big today. Hockey, big, big hockey, big baseball. Episode. Um, so, if you've been watching hockey, I'm sure you've seen the Kessler's House commercial. 
Yeah. Sir, you've seen it. Yeah. And Actually, before you start, yeah, go for it. For the first time, I was seeing it every five minutes, and then I texted you. I said, "Have you seen the Kess's House commercial?" And you go, "No, not no. yet." I go, "That'll change. That'll change." <laughs> and I didn't think it'd be that bad. It's bad. It's bad. Um. So apparently, he's doing some two-week live event where he like talks to celebrities or some stuff and he like shows them their house so weird yeah so i think he's got like 17 in the pool like he's got like the tiles to like it says 17 and it says rk so it's like a multi-purpose thing big big ego yeah geez okay i mean he was hated by so many teams in the west i know i didn't like when kessler came to calgary i mean he kicked our ass for a while there on the duck so what now i'm just supposed to watch him like make cocktails with celebrities and drink so Weird. Uh, I'm not watching any episode. I don't this know who's held down Cam Talbot's pad. I mean, uh, <laughs> it wasn't a goal, bro. It wasn't a goal. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> no, Phil, let it all out, man. Um, and well, I'm just supposed to like, I'm we're supposed to forget all that. And weird combo with Post Malone. I don't know how that happened. Why is Post Malone in the commercials shouting out Sportsnet, bro? How does this Sportsnet happen? with Fire. Ryan Kessler making cocktails? Combo so weird. Like, imagine. Anyone over 40 watching this and trying to figure out what is a Post Malone? What's a Post Malone? Yeah. And yeah. they probably just think he's an alien. Yeah. They do. You know, what, you know what this reminds me of is is when Tim and Sid was coming out, you would see commercials for Tim and Sid on Sportsnet every 10 minutes. They were just like just trying to get everybody on the planet to watch it. Yeah. And then it aired at like 2 p.m. on weekdays and nobody watched it. And now it's canceled. And this show is just going to, it's going to like, they're going to hype it up. They're hyping it up. And it's just going to air and it's going to show, it's going to play on like a 2 p.m. every yeah. day yeah. or like two times a week. Yeah. You're going to get 15,000 like moms who tune in when they're like doing the dishes and like confused. <laughs> yeah. But they're going to see yeah. Post Malone, like you were saying. They're just going to turn off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to die out. So, I mean, Sportsnet, you get, they're probably blowing like millions on advertising. So, I mean, good luck, but I don't know. In, I mean, imagine the like room when they're like, guys, what we need is post malone and ryan kessler together dude they were probably hype when they secured him bro i mean <laughs> they must have been they were in like, every commercial oh my god like <laughs> we got post malone also in the commercial they give a little snippet where he says i think we just became best friends i don't think that <laughs> i don't <laughs> think that happened i can't i don't think yeah yeah also scary. can i add my quick news story of the week yeah go yeah for i it. forgot to add that so a new a former new mexico sheriff who was running for mayor in the town of albuquerque Shout out Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Was interrupted at the podium. He was giving a speech or whatever for why he should be mayor. And uh, he was interrupted uh, interrupted on the podium by Flying Dildo. Uh, one of the county sheriffs <laughs> said after the incident that the mayoral candidate was not harmed and will not be intimidated. It's, it's a great video. Check it out. And the best part is hearing a woman say, <laughs> is that a dong on a drone? <laughs> so there you go. New story of the week. Wow. Look at that. Killer. And another episode's in the books. It's a fr- if that was packed, that had everything you could ask <laughs> for more. Something for everybody in so there. So I knew it would be so much better if it was oh, in person. 100%. Absolutely. None of that crappy Zoom lag. Yeah. We're oh, here. Yeah. Live Thank and direct. God. Anything to add? I, I think we did it all. We'll be back on uh, 10 out of 10. We'll I don't know. We're again. basically like in the show now. Like this is it. Like, yeah. Live, no lagging. This is it. This yeah. is what it's all about. It's what we yeah. dreamed of since we started the idea. Yeah. Now one. we're here. Yeah. Yeah. So we did it. Yeah. And we'll Maybe be back. Cry. Yeah. We'll yeah. be back on uh, Sunday night, Monday morning in your headphones. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the episode. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Yes, sir. Do it all. Do it all. See you guys then.